by the way, this may be a time to tell you that all of us are volunteers. That's right. There's not one paid staff there. Yet we work 50 volunteers right. a day. Unbelievable hours. <laughs> we have someone there every day of the week picking up and delivering food and, and helping people every oh day. But we do it for free, less than one half of 1% administrative cost. And that's incredible. So when you do the volume of work that we do on less than one half of 1% administrative cost, that's pretty impressive. That's very impressive. Good management. Each year, millions of Americans are impacted by hunger and food insecurity. Did you know that Mississippi ranks at the highest food insecurity in the United States? That's right, right in our own backyard. For many U.S. families, some weeks are hungrier than others. These usually come toward the end of the month as families run short of food before they have money to buy more food. People can't simply decide to spend on less rent, but if necessary, they can spend less on food. For many low-wage workers, retirees, people with disabilities in their families, even careful planning cannot stretch the grocery budget throughout the month. Less expensive, less nutritious filler foods can help keep children's stomach from growling but they can't provide what they really need to grow and learn. Hi, and welcome to this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. We have kicked off our annual AM640 Super Low Food Drive, and we're here to talk about it today. And uh, this is that time of year at Thanksgiving where you see a lot of people providing food drives in the community. And we've been doing this for a number of years. Very thankful for the opportunity we have had My goodness, this has probably been well over 25 years, if not close to 30 years, that we have been on, of course, 33 years that AM640 first started, December 1986. Anyway, Food Drive began with a relationship with Pastor Francis Sebekindu in the inner city of Memphis, pastor of Living Water Community Church. Uh, Originally, Pastor Sebekindu is from Uganda. You can imagine the things that he suffered under the leadership of Idi Amin before coming to the United States. He started a inner city church in Memphis right here in our hometown after graduating from seminary. The story goes, Idi Amin's army came in, murdered many of the church members of his church, and uh, many were able to flee and went into exile. The late Dr. Francis Schaefer heard about Francis and those that were uh, had fled into Kenya and helped them to leave and come to his place at Labrie in Switzerland. This is kind of a crazy story, but Francis goes to Labrie with Dr. Schaefer and then comes to the United States to attend seminary. After seminary, comes to Memphis and starts a church where he's been now for over 30 years. So we've had the privilege of partnering with the ministry of Living Water Community Church and what they do in providing Thanksgiving food baskets to those in need in the Memphis community. Well, this thing has expanded, it's grown, it's gotten bigger, it's got it more exciting. And we're thankful for the opportunities that we've had with the food drive and our partnership with Super Low Foods. Randy Steverson and the Steverson family have been a mainstay in the Memphis community for so long. His father and two of his uncles started Steverson's grocery store on a war bottom, got out of the war, and they came back here and they started the Steverson's company. So it's a family-owned business. Randy has partnered with us in the food drive in providing outlets for our listeners. That's you listening to our program to be able to stop by and drop off these donations. So right now through November 16th, you can go by any one of the Super Low Foods locations, and there is a list of the South Haven location on Goodman Road, the store on Winchester, Perkins, Quint, Spotswood, Covington Pike, North Watkins. All of these locations right now have a, a special container, and on that container there is a poster. And this is the poster. I want to hold up the annual poster. 
It's my job to produce that. No, I'm not a graphic <laughs> artist. I don't pretend to be one. I'm a radio guy, but I get stuck with this job of trying to create a poster every year on my computer. So that's the best I can do. But anyway, kind of gets the message out. Food drive, what else do you need to know? Want people to see this? And note, right now through November 16th, you can stop by any one of the super low food locations and make your donation for this year's food drive. And we're excited to introduce a new partnership. Now, as I mentioned, this food drive, almost 30 years, has really grown. Not only do we partner with Francis Sebakindu, but over the last few years, we partnered with a church in South Haven, Colonial Hills Baptist, and their food pantry. Anne Irwin and John, her husband, great folks. Well, we discovered that they don't have that food pantry in operation anymore. Mrs. Ann and Mr. John's health has not been the best lately, but they have been great friends of ours. We've worked with them in supporting uh, their food efforts in North Mississippi. So we thought, well, we don't want to end this because statistically, Mississippi, out of all the states in the U.S., is number one in food hunger and food insecurity. We use that term. We said, well, we got to continue on. So, Miss Anna, what do we do? And she told us about a work that's going on, has been for a long time. It's called Heartland Hands. And so we're very excited about a new partnership that we have with Heartland Hands Food Pantry. We have joining us here on our program, Pastor Mike Higgins. He's the assistant director. We also have the director, Connie James. Connie, Mike, welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. We're thrilled to be here, Byron. Thank you so much. I'm so thrilled that we met you guys and had the opportunity to partner with you in your ongoing efforts which you've been doing for how long now, Connie? 14 years. We've been open since Katrina started. Was that what started the uh, It was. There was a building, a, a Walmart store in South Haven that was vacant. And when Katrina hit, the victims started coming north, of course. This building was used as a refugee center. So they actually had sleeping space there. They used their popcorn popper as a soup kitchen. <laughs> and then half of the building was used as a distribution site. So when the truck started heading south to bring product that was the closest place for them to go so they unloaded at the walmart store and that's when i started working long before there was a food pantry so we started working just meeting the community meeting the needs of the community that's what we wanted to do so remember katrina and all of those evacuees who came to our area traumatic thousands really that came it was exciting to see the faith community come together because so many churches opened up their doors provided places for people to stay and food and medical care i mean there's a lot of refugees a lot of refugees it was really an exciting picture of the body of christ Mm -hmm. working and and taking care of needs so this was what ignited you guys right and it hasn't stopped no because (laughs) what happened just like you said the community came together it wasn't just one denomination it wasn't just one church it was the entire community that came together to meet the needs of the people that was so inspiring to me to watch everybody there was no management the building was owned by the city of south haven so it wasn't even owned by a church and yet everyone in the community came together to meet these needs needs. But as the people found places to live, we closed down the sleeping areas, but then they continued to come for food. So when Heartland Church rented the building, there was a couple that went there that said, would you allow us to continue to meet the needs of the people that are coming for food? And Heartland Church said, fine, we've rented the whole building. We have some more room than we need. So just find a corner in the back someplace and you can continue to meet those needs. So actually, the food pantry started before the church did, which is just exactly the opposite of the way most food pantries (laughs) start. Most food pantries 
start with the church meeting the needs of their congregation. Like we just mentioned with Colonial Hills. Totally. So what made ours a little bit different is that because of the way it started, there was never that major support that goes on with the way most food pantries start. Because it's a community, we kind of had to reach out to the entire community So as a support base, we needed the support of the entire community because Heartland Church provided our space for us for about 13 of those 14 years. They provided our space for us. So that was very, very helpful. We could have never made it without that. But God just blessed. He just blessed and blessed. So what started out with four volunteers and 10 clients is now about 50 volunteers And anywhere from 500 to 600 families, families, Mm -hmm. 14 agencies, and 22 other food pantries across North Mississippi. Oh, my goodness. Well, Pastor Mike, tell me about your relationship as assistant director. How long have you been involved? That's an interesting question, Byron. We <laughs> None of us agree on how long I've been there. <laughs> so I think at least 10 years, I think, by now. But I had a great need both for the spiritual side of that my goal is to to have everybody um, receive the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Obviously, that's my main goal, to both feed them physically and spiritually as well. So in the time that I've been there, what I have tried to do is establish relational contacts with all of the local churches, also with the local pantries and the local agencies. And so I'm kind of the relationship guy. I go out and establish these relationships and through the uh, portals of time, we have established some very interesting relationships with both the churches and the local business owners, uh, such as Superlow and, and others, Kroger, Panera Bread, Pizza Hut, many other vendors as well. But again, my goal is to bring people together and to link a chain literally from North Mississippi all the way down to the coast of South Mississippi through ministries and through these food ministries that are stretched out in every county and every corner of Mississippi. So let's back up in your story. Tell me about your journey into ministry. Well, I've been in the pastorate about 25 years now. Ironically, uh, WCRV has been uh, very helpful in my early journey when I was called into the ministry in 1991. I was an avid listener to WCRV in the early days and have continued to be in the mornings. Adrian Rogers and Chuck Swindoll and John MacArthur and Dr. David Jeremiah and all the preachers all day. I would listen to that every day, even before I started going to seminary, just getting that education that WCRV offered. I was thrilled to be able to tune in every day consecutively and and have sound foundational teaching. I've pastored several churches in the area. I've been with Colonial Hills. I've been with Life Fellowship. been with South Haven Community Church. The Lord in this season of life has called me to be an outreach pastor, and I'm really uh, seeking to seek and save those out in our community that are unreached. And this is a perfect platform. (laughs) We offer devotion time in the morning as well for those that want to come in early. And we've had some great success in that leading people to their journey in a relationship with Jesus Christ as well. So it's been an amazing journey (laughs) and opportunities abundant exceedingly. So exciting. What are some of the circumstances, the environment, why they are needing your services? What's interesting about that is these aren't crackheads and drug addicts and the degradation of society. These are people like you and I that are one payday away from needing that type of assistance. So we have people all the time that last week were making $80,000 a year 
company comes in and says, hey, sorry, we're moving our operation to Idaho, either come with us or lose your job. And most of them are forced to lose their job or relinquish their position. They find themselves in a situation that they never thought they would be in. We have a lot of people that stand at that door that are ashamed in a way to come in because they've never needed help before. These are people like all of us. Our goal is to give you three things in the ministry, help, hope, and encouragement to get you through the storm. So we're more of an emergency type food pantry than we are a sustaining. We want to get you through the storm. We also want to give you a foundation to build back from, which that's your spiritual relationship with Jesus Christ. And we want to help you to the next level with a resource directory that we promote that will help you get another job and get to the next level of life. Typically, how long do people wait before they come? Till they're desperate. By the time they walk in, they're desperate. They are. They're in tears, and they're desperate. They've tried everything else first. They've gone to relatives. They've gone to family members. Some of them have gone to local churches. We have a basic understanding with all of our local churches that they can send their people to us, and we will provide the food for them. And if we can't do it on a sustaining program because the amount of money that they make or some other reason, then we can at least start them off. We can do a one-time or we can do a three-month and just help them get over the hump. But about 250 of our 500 clients are senior citizens. They're living on food stamps. They're living on Social Security. One of the things that people don't normally think about, if we can help a senior citizen, an 80-year-old mother, stay independent because we can provide her with enough food to get her through the month, then she can take her Social Security check and she can pay her rent or she can pay for transportation. Well, that keeps her from having to live off of her family or move in with her family. That allows that mom to stay independent. There is no way to measure the impact that Heartland Hands is having in the community. That's just one way, is that we're helping our senior citizens maintain their independence, maintain their self-respect and their dignity. That's just one. Which is pretty big. (laughs) That's a big deal. We also serve 14 different agencies. Other agencies, such as the House of Grace, which is a domestic violence shelter in the South Haven area. They have women and children who are victims of domestic violence. If we can provide the food for them, they can hire another counselor. They can hire an attorney. They can pay medical bills. They can send bus tickets. They can help these women. What we do for them is provide the food. They will still have to maybe pick up their milk and eggs. But for the most part, we provide the main source of food for the House of Grace, which keeps them open. We do that with 14 other agencies, Precious and Pink, which is a prison ministry for women, Pregnancy Care Center, we try to help them, Backpack Ministries, two different drug rehab facilities come to us for food. If we provide the food for them, they can hire another counselor. They can take in three more beds. (laughs) Okay, so providing food sounds like we're giving away a couple of Walmart sacks worth of food. That is not what happens at Heartland Hands. We provide our families with enough food to get them through, usually depending upon how they cook and how many people are in the household, anywhere from a week to a month if it's a senior citizen. We provide these other nonprofits Food for their clients, food for people. If we can do that, they can do what they do better. In that element, there is no way to measure the impact that Heartland Hands is having on the South Haven community and on North Mississippi as a whole. 
In the sermon that Jesus taught about the five loaves and two fishes, the primary story of that was to feed those in the immediate area, but also there's a lesson in the leftovers. Gather that that's left over because that's just as important to use as well. So out of our leftovers, out of our abundance, out of the overflow of what we get, we're obligated or feel obligated to fill the needs of at least 22 other pantries in North Mississippi. After we feed our kids, after the initial five and seven, we have 12 basketfuls left over always. About 12 other ministries glean from us every single week. So I invite three ministries every Thursday to come down and glean from our leftovers. And sometimes they'll leave totally with around 20,000 pounds of food oh my. to take back to their right. communities and do what they're unable to do okay. in the providing for the food. And remind our listeners now, we're talking about our annual AM640 Super Low Food Drive that's going on right now through Thanksgiving. The need is not just Thanksgiving time, but this is where we focus our attention right now. Through November 16th, you can drop by. Today, since we're focusing on the work in Mississippi, we would like our North Mississippi, and if you're anywhere near the Superlow Food on Goodman Road, we would like for you to bring those donations, canned non-perishable food items, drop those off right there. Everything collected will go to the Heartland Hands Food Bank, talking about today. So we want all of our Mississippi listeners to please go to Super Low Foods location in South Haven on Goodman Road, 945 Goodman Road, South Haven, 945 Goodman Road in South Haven. The Heartland Hands folks will be going by periodically and bring that food into their services, and it goes back out. And again, it's not us. It's the Lord who brings it in. We're just being good stewards and getting it out. We also have a network all the way down to the coast with other ministries. I was on the phone with one today. We have a relationship with Post in Bahalia. They are one of our donors that are very generous in their cereal distribution. And cereal is one of the number one necessities for these kids, especially when they're not in school. And so we link these loads up, 52, 54 pallets at a time, down to other ministries in the southern part of Mississippi as well. Connie, a moment ago, you said there was some qualifications for families who come to Heartland Hands. Right. They have to be poverty level. Like I said, we can't just offer food to anyone that walks in the door and asks for it. We try to figure out a way that we can help them, but we serve Mississippi residents. So most of our vendors have asked that we keep the food in Mississippi, that we provide food to Mississippi residents first. So our primary service area is South Haven and Horn Lake. We do that out of consideration from the other food pantries that are located in DeSoto County. So we have one in Walls, one in Olive Branch, Mm -hmm. and one in Hernando. So out of respect to them, we ask for proof of residency so that we can serve South Haven. We can serve anyone in the state of Mississippi. Probably have countless stories. Can you maybe share one or two? I have one, and I have permission to share. We had a gentleman that came in. He looked totally homeless, gloves, you know, with holes all in them and a cap wore back. And it was in February. He looked like he hadn't eaten. And he just looked at me and he said, ma'am, I don't belong here. In my spirit, I thought, well, nobody thinks they belong here. You know, all all these people, nobody belongs here. So I thought that was an interesting thing that he would say to me. His name was Doug. I went on to talk to him and ask him why he didn't think he belonged here. You know, this is what we have to give. And if he's hungry, he does belong here. And I wanted to try to make him feel comfortable. And he said, you don't understand, ma'am. I don't belong here. 
tell me why you don't belong here. He said, because I have two master's degrees. I was a concert pianist at a church we would all recognize, and I'm a psychologist from Enron that lost my job. My mother was sick, and when I lost my job at Enron, I came to Tupelo to take care of my mom. I took care of her for two years, and now my mom has died. I couldn't find a job. No one wants people with the qualifications that I have. I sat there and listened to his story, totally not believing what I was hearing. So I asked him, I said, do you have a resume? And he said, of course. He pulled out a resume that verified everything he had just told me. We were able to serve Doug for about two or three months to get him on his feet with his qualifications. We made some telephone calls. The man had not eaten in days. We were able to provide him enough food to get him through. Like I said, we ended up serving Doug for two or three months. He came back several times as our psychologist, as our resident psychologist. (laughs) Once he got on his feet, and he still acts in that capacity in Memphis today. That's just one of my favorite stories. And like I said, I have Doug's permission to share that story. Um, We have a lady that is a model, actually, that came to us. Her husband had to have major surgery. Brandy's story is that they were making great money. Her husband was making great money. They were living an adequate lifestyle, if not above adequate, and she's a model. Her husband had to have major surgery. It took a year. He ended up having major complications, so for a year he was out of work. She had to quit working to take care of him, and for a year they didn't have any food. So we provided the food for her for a year, helped she and her family get through It is not the people that we think. By the way, this may be a time to tell you that all of us are volunteers. That's right. There's not one paid staff there, yet we work 50 volunteers a day. Unbelievable hours. (laughs) We have someone there every day of the week picking up and delivering food and and helping people every day. But we do it for free, less than one half of 1% administrative cost. And that's incredible. So when you do the volume of work that we do on less than one half of 1% administrative cost, that's pretty impressive. That's very impressive. Good management. (laughs) What I'm hearing you say to me and all of those listening to us right now, we're any moment away from being in the same place. Every model concert pianist, we don't know. And what we do have right now, we can be thankful, obviously, to God who has provided from whom all blessings come from. Mm -hmm. And as a gift of thanks, we can contribute in some way, whether it be a financial way, giving some food, can or non-perishable food items to our food drive. Ongoing give this to you guys after our food drive. But our (laughs) our focus right now is on the food drive. So we're asking our listeners... So please stop by any one of the super low food locations in the Memphis area. But specifically today, because we have these dear folks from Heartland Hands in South Haven, 385 State Line Road, West South Haven. You stop by 945 Goodman Road, Super Low Foods, Goodman Road, South Haven location. All the food items given to the South Haven Super Low Food location go to Heartland Hands. Okay, now, if folks want to get more information and maybe how they can volunteer, what should they do? Well, we would like for them to come in. Uh, we're open every Tuesday and Thursday, so they can come in every Tuesday or Thursday morning. From 10 to uh, 1. From 10 to 1. <laughs> and then we would sit down with them and interview. We, we're desperate for volunteers always. The more volunteers we get, the more work we can do right. and the more we can get out there. Of course, donations are very, very helpful because, like I explained, our support base is limited. 
because we didn't start from a church that is underwriting everything, we have to depend on the community to do that. For years and years and years, we have worked on less than $200 a month total donations that we knew were committed, and that was by three different churches that came up with $200. So we were doing what we were doing on $200 a month. Fortunately, since then, we've had several individuals that would come up If it's just $20 a month or something, that helps us buy our gloves. It helps us buy our garbage cans, pay our telephone bills, our garbage bill, things like that that we have to have. You're definitely walking by faith. Every day. day. (laughs) And to tell you how much by faith we're walking, the church, Heartland Church, has moved out. They've gotten a new building. So we live month to month not knowing where we're going to live next month. We don't have a building, so our greatest need is our building. We believe that God put us in that building before he ever put the church there. The city of South Haven owns it, and they are allowing us to stay there rent-free at the moment. But there is a possibility. That building is for sale. It is for sale. And so we are praying that it won't. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell uh, the mayor that. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's our greatest need, Byron, is is a place to live uh, with security into the future because if that building sells, we... Uh, may or may not be able to stay there, and we have no plan B. We have no backup as far as uh, another building to move into. That's kind of our greatest need right now is a plan uh, for the future as far as for our physical address. Okay, listeners, you get the picture here and how you can help. Thank you so much. You guys are going to have to come back. Our time is gone. Connie and Pastor Mike, thank you so much. Thank you. For what you're both doing for Christ's kingdom, helping those in need in our great state of Mississippi. Well, Byron, we're greatly appreciative that you're interested in what we do. Uh, Not many people know what we do, and it's good to get the word out. We're huge. The Lord has just blown this thing up exponentially, and and we do need some help And uh, in order to meet the needs of the communities out there. Thank you so much for WCRV getting involved and for Super Low Foods as well, who has a heart for this ministry yes. and contributes to us consistently as well. And so thank you so much again for your support and what you guys are doing as well. It is our annual Super Low Food AM640 food drive going on right now. Any Super Low Food location, you can drop off canned and non-perishable food items through November 16th. Now, past that, you can continue to support the work of Heartland Hands. Year-round. Don't forget what they need year-round. But right now, the concentration on our food drive. Thanks so much. That's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. As a reminder, canned and non-perishable food items are being received now through November 16th at all Super Low Food locations, Goodman Road in South Haven, Winchester, Perkins, Quince Road, Spotswood, Covington Pike, and North Watkins. We really appreciate your help in this year's food drive.